0: In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Join me, Dr. Karon Kamwule, as we pursue the Word, the Lord Jesus, searching scriptures to find solutions to life's issues. Welcome to Word Anchor Podcast. Download and share with your friends and your family. Stay blessed. Greetings and welcome to this episode of Wed and Podcast. This episode will focus on mothers as we celebrate Mother's Day, as we appreciate those people, the women that carry children and bring them into this earth. We're celebrating women for the role that they play in bringing us, all of us. We are all born of a woman. We all come through the same process. We acknowledge the mothers that make it possible for the children to be We also acknowledge that there is a role of a father because without the seed, there will be no child. We also acknowledge that fathers are there, but now the focus is on mothers. We'll talk about fathers at some point in time. The joy of motherhood begins with the realization that a human being has taken residence in your womb, even though it is temporary for those number of months that you carry the child. Mothers carry this precious cargo. For months, it is uncomfortable at times, sometimes very painful, and the end of which comes with the greatest of pain, though it brings with it a lasting joy that a human being has been brought into this earth. We celebrate and remember also the good things about raising children. We capture those moments. The first truth that we see in the babies, the first words that they say, the mothers and the fathers are vying for the first word to come out as either mommy or daddy or papa to those that call their dads like that. We celebrate the first step, the first day at school. We celebrate when they go to high school. But as we celebrate, there is the reality that the children that we carry can sometimes land up in so much trouble. The children that we carry can bring so much pain at times. As we celebrate, some other parents are crying. Some mother is crying somewhere because their child is out in the street. Their child is somewhere taking drugs, always high. Their child is somewhere stealing and killing people for every murderer. There is a mother behind that child, whether that person is now an adult, but there is a mother that cries, the mother that feels the pain that the child that they've brought into this earth has amounted to something that painful. There is a mother that is sitting and hoping that their child will be back, for we feel the pain, we feel it right inside of us, for we've carried these people. Not that fathers don't feel pain, but we are more naturous, we are more passionate about raising the children there's a mother that is crying not even sure if their children have eaten something you see them in the streets some are prostitutes some are drug addicts some are just thieves out there killing and doing all sorts of evil things the mother cries themselves to sleep thinking have I done something wrong could I have done something different did I spoil this person did I not teach this person enough did I not discipline my child enough what is it that I could have done differently that could have changed the situation or made that child to turn out better? I want us to spare a moment for that mother That is nothing to celebrate because of the circumstance that the child is in right now. If you have not wept for your son or your daughter, you have a reason to bless God. Yes, we bless God for everything. But if you have not cried, you are blessed. We have cried out there, bucket loads of tears. You cry till you have no words to say to the father. But then you see God answering you before you even say a word, as if God is sitting up there counting every drop of tears, and that reminds him of his plan. When you're asking yourself, is it it, Father? When you're asking God, did you release them to this earth for this? Is that all there is to my child? Will I ever find joy? Where you're asking yourself, is that it, Father? Will I ever find joy in this earth? Will this child ever turn out okay? Will it get better? Will things change? And God moves into your situation and puts a light over all that darkness and reminds you that, be still, I am God. Be still, I am God. Be still, Mommy, I am God i am in charge i am in control i know and i see your tears i am god even now and then we find when you're still asking yourself how god are you god in this situation how are you god in my child when they are like this at this present moment but then there is a word that is in the book of second corinthians chapter 4 verse 7. It says, "But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us." So there is a treasure that God will put, and He puts that in earthen vessels. Praise the name of the living God. There is that treasure that is in earthen vessels. You see, when God has put that treasure in an earthen vessel, in some versions it says a jar of clay, so that. Whatever is put in there, when it is manifest, you'd know that this is the excellence of the power of God. It is of God, not of us. When you look at that child that has a drug it and has come out, okay, then you know that this is of God, not of man, because God can change that situation. There are two things that I want to talk about with this verse of scripture. The first one is the vessel. A vessel can be a carrier of material or substance. It can be a bucket that carries water. It can be a vase that carries flowers. It can also be a ship that carries big items across countries and continents. A vessel is made of different materials depending on its intended usage. It can be designed for something that requires a stronger material, but whatever the purpose is, the design informs it. And it is therefore unable to withstand the pressures to the extent of its design and its purpose. A plastic vessel would perish in fire. But a vase will be strengthened in fire. So we are made of different materials. The vessels are made of different materials. A vessel of plastic will not be broken even if it is dropped. But a vase will break. Each one of us is a vessel, children of God, that carries whatever is poured inside of us. From the day that you are born, the world around you pours into you. Your surroundings, the people around you, your family, your culture, and various factors determines what goes inside of you. When a baby is born, the first thing they do, they give that baby to the mother to breastfeed. So she begins to pour in milk. She begins to pour in love. She begins to pour in provision over the child. She begins to say to the child, I am the one that is going to feed you until you're able to feed yourself. A child receives the love from the father, receives the love from the grandparents, from the siblings if they are there. They receive the love that they are given by the people around them. They receive teachings as they go to school. They receive teachings of different subjects. Society teaches them things as well. Culture is something that is poured into them as a vessel that is living within a society. They receive so many things from the people around them. The child grows up to know how to take care of others because somebody has poured into them how to take care of another human being. They receive religious teachings. They are taught from when they are little that there is God or whatever deity that their parents are believing in so they keep on receiving people are pouring into them they are pouring into them good things and bad things whatever the result the child is it comes out of the amount of whatever is poured into the child. If you are pouring too much hatred in the child, they will not grow up any loving people because the only thing they know is hatred. But if you pour so much love in the child, they grow up loving people. Not that a child will be always what you are teaching them, but they will be that element that they have received from you as a mother or as a father. Each one of us is a sum total of what has been poured into us, but the vessel itself, the bucket, the vase, the human being can also experience elements in the world around them. A vessel can be beaten, a vessel can be dirty, a vessel can be pressed hard by life, a vessel can look like it will amount to nothing. You'll see a child that is bullied when they are young that they grow up and become bullies at times. You'll see a child that experienced their father being violent with their mother. They grow up thinking that a mother is something to be beaten. You'll see that they become a reflection of what they have experienced. A child that has been hit hard when they grow up their hearts become hardened because that is the experience that they have they are a sum total of what they have been receiving when they are growing up but also life circumstances can press down such a person such that they become someone will become so poor or someone will run into financial troubles to the point that they start stealing because they have been beaten by life and they begin to live a life that tries to resolve or tries to deal with the circumstances that they come across. A vessel can be dirty it, it is dated, the, the the actual vessel which is a vase or whatever can be dated by the elements of the of the environment wherein they are. So the rain, the dust will keep that vessel dirty. But as a human being, you would be dated by the things that you do. You'll be known that you are the kind of person that is... Um, a liar, for example, you are a kind of a person that is a fornicator, and adulterer. You are this kind of a person. You you are known by the sins that you have committed. They, They present you to the world. This is the kind of a person. You'll see girls being called names because of the life they live. But a vessel can also be hard pressed by people. Girls out there are raped. Boys out there are raped. Girls and women are beaten by men around them. They are hit hard by people around them. They are hurt. They, they 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 look bad when you look at them, but you don't know what has brought them to where they are. Some of them will become drunkards, not because they want it just to be drunk, but because they want to numb the pain. Paul captures this nicely in Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8 to 9. He says, We are hard pressed on every side. We are hard pressed by hunger. We are hard pressed by financial problems. We are hard pressed by marital problems. We are hard pressed by the children that we have given birth to, but we are not crushed. Praise God. We are not crushed because we are the vessels that have received something from God. And it is that substance that is inside of us that help us to remain steady. When you take a vessel like a can of coke for example if there is substance inside that can when you throw it down it will not go far because there's something heavy that is inside of it but an empty can of coke when you throw it down it will go far because it is empty there's nothing inside of it so we are hard pressed but we're not crushed because there's something that God has deposited inside of us A can of Coke has no value if there is no Coke inside of it. But it has so much value when you have put something inside of it. We are perplexed, Paul says, but we are not in despair. There are things that are happening around us, but they don't define who we are. We are persecuted, but we are not forsaken. We are like the three Hebrew boys in that fire where they were supposed to be hurt, but they were not forsaken because the fourth man came and became part with them in that fire. So you are going through a situation, child of God, know that you're not alone. God is with you. You You're not forsaken. He has not left you alone. He has not abandoned you, child of God. We are struck down, but we are not destroyed. Ah, praise God. Some people will hurt you right inside the church, but this word says we are not destroyed. We may be feeling the pain, but we're not destroyed. We may be hit by even COVID-19 that hit us for the past two years, but we're not destroyed. We are still rising up and we are seeing, still saying, praise be the name of the Lord God. We are still raising up our hands and worshiping God. Situations will hit you so hard. Your own actions will also hit you so hard. You are a vessel. You are useful but but vulnerable. You are useful, but you are attacked. You are useful, but you are prone to weakness. Some of the things that you are experiencing, child of God, are because of the things that you did to yourself. Sometimes you look at it and you're like, I actually should not have been there. I actually should not have done this. I shouldn't have found myself in that situation. Sometimes you're experiencing the same thing twice or three times and you ask yourself, what kind of a fool am I to go through the same situation? But you are a vessel. These things are hitting you hard because you see, you are not your outside. The the, the, the can itself is not the coke, but the coke is inside the can. So you are a vessel. You are not the outside of how you look. You are not your sins. You, You are not your mistakes. You are not the pain that you've experienced. You are not the trouble that you are in, but you are the vessel that carries something that comes from God. Let me talk about the treasure that Paul talks about in this verse of scripture that we have read. You see, you are that vessel that God has deposited something valuable inside. There is not one single person on this earth that is useless before God. There is not a single person that God has released into this earth with no purpose. God has deposited something inside of you. A purpose, a vision, a dream, something that you're supposed to look forward to. The things that you're supposed to achieve, the things that you're supposed to do. But God has also deposited his gospel inside of us. Paul refers to the knowledge of the glory of God. He also refers to the ministry of the gospel. This is what God has put inside the earthen vessels, the clay jars that can be broken anytime, but God still decides to put inside of them such a treasure. He is the porter anyway. When the vessel is broken, he takes it and he mends it. He makes it look better than it was before it was broken. He will mend you, child of God, and still deposit a gospel inside of you. Someone will look at you and say, why is this person who is divorced in the pulpit? Why is this person preaching the gospel whilst they are divorced? You are not what you have experienced. God was that vessel. I'll bait the situation that you have been. When he is ready to use you, he will use you no matter where you have been. He will take you out of the street as a drug addict and pour in a ministry so powerful that it will reach other people that are in the same situation. God has deposited a precious gift in every clay jar of a Christian. God has placed the gospel in human containers so that we may all see that it is God that transform. It is his power that transform. It is the power of the gospel, which is supernatural. It's not a human thing. When you are looking at yourself and think, this is the end of me, God says, no, no, I still have something more to use you for on this earth. So hold on a little bit. You are thinking this problem is going to kill me. No child of God is not going to kill you. God has something else that he wants you to do. It is said that the beauty of the light far surpasses that of the light bearer. We are light bearers. Without the light, there is darkness. But when you have the light of God inside of you, you are glowing. The glory of God is shining upon you. People can see the light and they will run to you and say, How did he do it, child of God? Paul says, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart. We are not perplexed. We are not in despair. We don't look like our problems. We have the ministry of the gospel. We have the good news to share with others. There are good news even when we are in trouble. There are good news even when we are in our situations even now. Even now when your child is giving you trouble, it is still good news. The news does not change because you are in your own circumstance or the problems that you are facing. We are Vessels in which God has put a treasure. But do we see it? When you look at a child, do you look at a child and refer them... And refer to them as the sins that they have committed? Do you look at a child and say you amount to nothing because you have done this and that? Do you look at a child and look at them as the alcoholic or a drug addict or a prostitute or a fornicator? Do you look at the men around you and look and see an adulterer and and not see the potential in that person? Are we focusing on the scratches, children of God? On the fading color? People will even say this one is out of fashion because they have done it all. They've seen it all. They've experienced it all. They are out of fashion. There is no more color in that person. But God will take that vessel and put in a great treasure and say, go ye and preach this good news. Are we looking at the chipping corners, children of God? You see, the one who sells scrap metal wants an empty container or but the one that sells a drink wants a container full of drink. You are useful to God because he has put something inside of you. If he hasn't yet he's still gonna put it because you see we are the vessels that God wants to use. There is a woman in the Bible that recognized the treasure in her child which is Mary the mother of Jesus. Jesus was an ordinary man. They looked at him and looked and saw a carpenter's son. They looked at him and saw a man coming from Nazareth. And can anything good come from Nazareth? But there's something that Mary knew about Jesus. And it is found in Luke chapter 2, verse 18 to 19. It says, Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in sweating cloth, lying in a manger. And verse 18 to 19 says, Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things, pondered them in her heart. In verse 51 of the same Luke chapter 2, it says, Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. So in the first instance, Mary kept and pondered and treasured what the shepherds told her. You see, they said, there is born in the seat of David, a savior. There is born in the seat of David, Christ the Lord. But then the angel said to the shepherds, go find a babe wrapped in sidling th- cloth, lying in a manger. How can a babe be Christ the Savior? How can a babe be the Lord? How can a babe be this person that you're talking about? Why? Because God is looking at this babe when he is 33 years of age, dying on the cross for us. Babe, God is looking at this babe and is saying, this is Christ the Savior, the one that will come and he will manifest God in this earth he is the fullness of the godhead on this earth but the shepherds were told about a babe and they went and told the mother we are looking for a babe who is christ the savior who is christ the lord we are looking for a savior but we're finding a babe you are looking at a child now and you are looking at an alcoholic but god is seeing an evangelist you are looking at a child now you are looking at a drug addict but god is looking at a pastor there he is looking at an apostle there. He's looking at a prophet right there in that child. And that baby Jesus, when he was 12 years of age, went to the temple, got lost. They looked for him, found him, said, Jesus, why did you do this to us? He said, why did you even look for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house, that I must be about my father's business? What kind of an answer is that from a child, from Christ the Lord, from the Savior? But Mary treasured these things in her heart. Though Jesus gave an answer that today we'll be asking for a clap from a mother, but Mary listened to those words and said, this one belongs to the father. This one belongs to the father's business. And one day, This child is going to manifest the fullness of what God has sent him into this earth. So we are looking at your child and you're looking at the circumstances. And I'm saying to you, begin to treasure what God has said about this child. If you don't know what the child is meant to do on this earth, ask God. Ask God to reveal. Father, what kind of treasure have you deposited in my child? So that we can begin to nurture that treasure some of us we go to adulthood not even knowing the treasure that god has put inside of us you'll get born again at a later stage but the treasure is there god will put it in you mary treasured what was said about her son and at the appointed time she propelled jesus to his ministry and that is found in the book of john chapter 2 Verses three to five, it says, and when they ran out of wine, the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no wine. And Jesus said to her, woman, what does your concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, whatever he says to you, do it. Praise God. Whatever he says to you, do it. They had run out of wine. They went to a wedding, and there was no wine left, and the guests were there waiting for wine to clean their hearts. But the answer that Jesus gave, he had a way of saying things to his mother that if I listen to it, I'm thinking that I would have probably reacted differently. But Mary treasured words that were spoken about her son, Jesus. Mary knew that there was a time, an appointed time, Jesus was already of age. It was time for the treasure that was in Jesus because Jesus was a human being. He was a vessel of clay and that he was a vessel, a jar of clay is also shown by the fact that he suffered a hunger like we do. He was nailed to the cross and he died and he rose again in his glorified body. So God had put the treasure in that Jar of clay in that earthen vessel, and Mary knew that there will be a time when this vessel must come out and begin to pour. And Jesus began to pour from that day onwards, He began to pour. On that day, He poured provision, supernatural provision of wine from water, and He went on to pour healing unto people. He went on to pour other provision with loaves and fish to people that were hungry he went out to pour in forgiveness he went out to pour um, peace unto people he went out to pour deliverance unto people because the vessel had been filled with a treasure from heaven This is a mother who knew what was deposited in her son and she knew that the time had come for the treasure to be poured out. You see, children of God, the gospel and the ministry of Jesus is that treasure that has been poured into us and which must be poured out to the people. God would put his spirit on all flesh, including our children. Peter, when he was preaching on the day of Pentecost to those men, and they asked, Brothers, what shall we do for they were cut to the core? He said, Repent and be baptized, all of you. For this gift, the gift of the Holy Spirit that they had just received, he said, It is for you and for your children and for everyone, those who are afar off as many as the Lord will call. So there is the gift of the Spirit that the Lord will pour unto our children also. And when he has poured out that gift, he expects us to go and pour it out to others. Children of God, when you are looking at a broken vessel, know this, that God will mend that vessel and pour himself unto them. You are never too far from God to receive from him. Never give up on your children. Never give up on yourself. Never give up on those people around you because they are all vessels. They are all positioned for God to put in his treasure. And that treasure will be useful for the people around, for the world at large. This treasure is for you and for me. And it is for our children also. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. This is a mother that recognized the treasure that was deposited in her son. The Lord will do it through us, people of God. The Lord will do it through our children. The Lord will do it through our neighbors. The Lord will do it through our colleagues. Even that one that hates you so much, even that one that mistreats you so much, pray for God to put in his treasure upon them. We want to drink from the well that God will pour. We want to drink from the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers, the preachers. We want to pour, drink from those that God will pour in his spirit. We want the rivers of the living water to flow from these people and out of them we'll drink, we'll be encouraged, we'll be inspired, we'll be taught, we'll also even be rebuked by these people. These are the vessels that may have come broken before the Father. These are the vessels that may have come dirty before the Father. These are the vessels that may have come with weakness before the Father. God will take them all, fix them up, and pour his treasure. There is a treasure in earthen vessels. We are those earthen vessels. We are jars of clay. We are prone to weakness, but we are also available to be used of God. And I want to encourage you through this episode that look at the people around you begin to see the potential that God can put in them begin to see the goodness of God in them begin to see the glory of God in them if they are still lost wait like the father of the prodigal son because that son had received an inheritance but he got lost your children are lost yes but they will be found by God he will leave the 99 and find that one and bring them to the fold and pour in a blessing in them, a treasure that will be useful for generations. Don't give up on people. They are earthen vessels, but God will put in a treasure inside of them. Shalom, shalom. Thank you for listening to the Word Anchor Podcast. To get copies of my books, The Bride of Jesus, Dear Girl Child, Confessions of a Parent, Victorious Youth, and From the Pit to the Palace, go to Amazon.com. You can buy a hard copy or a Kindle edition. Remember to check out the show notes. Connect with me on social media platforms. Give feedback and continue to spread the word. Tune in for the next episode and make the word of God your anchor.